This is Kevin. And this is Ron. And this episode of Your Valuable Home is brought to you by Provia. Provia, a faith-based company that makes entry doors, storm doors, patio doors, vinyl and wood-clad vinyl windows, vinyl siding, manufactured stone, and metal roofing, all of incomparable quality. Welcome to Your Valuable Home, the weekly podcast for listeners who believe that residential real estate is the way to build wealth. Hi, I'm Kevin Kennedy, a working contractor and host of Your Valuable Home. Your Valuable Home is for homeowners and investors alike who want to acquire and improve real estate based upon educated decisions. And I'm Ron Milk, Your Valuable Home producer and co-host. Our weekly one-hour podcast is not about doing it yourself. It's about hiring the right contractor to do the right job at the right price. And it's not about flipping. It's about buying and holding to build wealth. Homeowners and investors who strive to create wealth and financial freedom with real estate and avoid costly home improvement mistakes. Your valuable home is for you. The Project Replay made redoing our kitchen and bath trouble-free. Your horror stories have kept us from hiring the wrong contractors. The college segments have taught us how to keep toxins out of our home, what to look for in replacement windows, how to borrow sensibly against home equity, and more. College teaches investors like me how to freshen up my rentals without spending a fortune. Their suggestions are great for ROI. It's time for Your Valuable Home. Okay, Kev, today we got a new show and we've got a really interesting topic and that is how a contractor can make life better for a family. Yeah, you know, as we always complain uh, about bad contractors ripping people off, I thought it was time to do a good, positive Good, positive show. story, absolutely. Maybe it was about a month ago, I was talking to somebody, a listener of the show we helped out back about a year ago, and he absolutely just called the office, my office, and just said, hey, thanks for helping him out. And it made such a difference with the family. Their kids were in a tough spot. A bad contractor ripped them off, took all their money. Uh, we had to come in, do some work, get everything back in order, just to try to help him out to get his life back in order. It worked. And I tell you, it was just so awesome to hear people being so appreciative of what you're doing. As a matter of fact, we should make a point. I mean, if you have a big problem with your house, your whole life is totally disorganized. So anybody, a contractor, can help solve that problem for you and get you back on your feet again, that's a valuable service. Especially with the bad guy bulletin coming up in the next segment. It's teaching how to find out about the bad guys and not enter into contracts or how we can best understand how these contractors do with these scams, the bad contractors just trying to sign a job because they just want the money. They don't understand how it's going to impact their lives as a homeowner so bad. Exactly. And they find out day by day, and, and, and the more the days drag on, the worse it gets. Yeah, well, you, you're talking about the fire job, yeah. and that was an awesome job. I mean, I, I couldn't believe I worked that much in the past couple hours, but I was telling people the story about it and how bad this wannabe contractor came in, took all their money. When I got there probably by August, and I accepted to do the job, it was a tough time for the homeowners because they were up against the wall. They were losing their house on November 30th, the rental house that they were in. The insurance was yeah, not Yeah, I remember that anymore. was a horror show. So yeah. with them running out of money, they still had a ton of work to do on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I was telling the people the story when I met her. It was the second week in August, November 30th was coming. And she said, well, the township said, if you're going to do the job, whoever's going to do the job, they said, it's going to take about a month to get the permit through and all this paperwork's got to get done. We're going to lose another month. We need somebody to come in. And I remember just saying to myself, we've got to do it. We've got to do it because we need to help these people out. And I remember her calling the township building and the township, Cindy was uh, answering the phone, who's the uh, uh, manager up there, 
uh, where she lives. And she said, uh, hey, listen, um, you know, if you're going to get another contract, it's going to take about a month to do. So as I'm standing there thinking, I'm like, all right, I got to do it. Well, I told the homeowner to tell Cindy at the township building that I was doing the job. So the homeowner said, hey, Cindy, well, I got Kevin Kennedy uh, from VSP. He's going to be doing the job. Oh, she's like, oh, then he can start tomorrow. Go right ahead. You're fine. That was it. She hung up. Mm-hmm. So the homeowner right there at that point knew something was good was going to happen. But it was that process of watching that family. And I said this to Mike and Michelle. I said, when your children started stopping by in the beginning, they were very shy towards me. They didn't want to get near me. And then once they seen everything good was happening, it showed from the parents. The parents were smiling. They were happy. They were crying. They're getting their home back. Mm-hmm. And it was absolutely amazing to see that transformation of the family, the family, which is the most important thing that you can imagine that you've got to worry about because it's a house. To me, it's a house. Mm-hmm. If you have a fire, it's a house. Look, I know it's a big inconvenience, but when you have a family so disruptive, I figured, you know, let's get it done. Well, the reason why it really made me want to do this segment was it was right after Christmas and I, I didn't have the time because we were just crazy backed up backlog. I stopped by the family's house and I brought them donuts because there's a little thing between their daughter and I. She would buy donuts and steal my donuts. Like mm-hmm. I said, all right, I'll take these donuts. She would always take the donuts and have to chase around the house. And it was just a great time to do it. And then Michelle sent me the picture of them eating their donuts. Okay. And with a big smile on their face. Mm-hmm. That smile was worth doing the job for me. So even a contractor can really enjoy it because we talk about so many times with almost 11 years now, of homeowners getting ripped off. But we never really know the impact, what it does to them psychologically because of how much stress they're going through, the work that's going through. It's a huge amount of stress, yeah. So if that happens, why don't we talk about and praise the good contractors that are out there that are not trying to scam these people and say, hey, this is a great thing you're doing. Let's keep up the good work, but we've got to get the education out to the homeowners because, listen, I started 34 years ago. The last couple of years, it's a thousand times worse. Everybody thinks they're a contractor. All they're trying to do is scam the money out of you, whether you think they're a good job or, you know, we've talked about uh, signing the contract really low and then just start nickeling, diming everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it adds up. Yeah, so, I mean, on an everyday basis, on an every job basis, how can a contractor make life easier for a homeowner? Number one, give them an estimate. Estimate everything as closely as you can. Stick to the guidelines that are offered through Pennsylvania. you got to put it down a start date and end date and stick to it. So the family can plan. The kitchen's being ripped out. They can plan that like four weeks since or five weeks since they can get back into business again. The other thing is stick to the, the timeline. Because as you said many times, that people like to see you doing a good job, but there's a point where they want you out of your, out of their house too, right? Exactly. So that's why sticking to the job and, and to the timeline makes a lot of sense. Stick to the price. Don't let the price creep up when somebody say, well, we found this now and then it's going to be another $2,000 or whatever. I'm sure anybody, you know, unless you're dealing with an old house, a contractor knows exactly what he's going to get into. When exactly. Okay. There should be no surprises for the contractor. Therefore, there should be no surprises for the homeowner. That's another way that the uh, contractor can make life easier for the homeowner. Am well, I right or wrong? You're absolutely right. Most of my friends that are contractors say a lot of people don't like me, people being contractors, because I'm exposing all the scams that they provide for the homeowners that they're going to be up shaking down for money. I said, listen, I'm giving you a kitchen estimate. If you want task lighting, which is under cabinet lighting, here's my price. Here's a home run. If we need to run an additional wire, here's my price. So I already know that I'm giving you that price. And if you see that your house has two home runs and it needs four, it's two more. What is a home run? So everybody understands. So a home run is if you're, say, putting a new appliance in, you're getting your kitchen done. It's Mm -hmm. a wire that's going right from your service panel, its own breaker, all the way up to that appliance, which is a refrigerator. And what you're doing is it's going to take time and money to fish that wire through and it costs a little bit of money. But you want to get in as much information to the homeowner as possible because more that you don't get that information or a way for contractors to make money off of you. So 
somebody that's giving you a lot of information, making sure if you have any questions, keep asking them. And then on top of that, giving you advice or what could possibly happen and giving those people the price. I'm sure you see, hey, we have siding. What if there's rot under there? Oh, I don't know. We just have to see. Well, sure you do know. What do you mean? We've been doing this for however long he says he's been doing it, 20 years or whatever. You know what's under there, right? It's a piece of plywood. You pull it off, you put it back on, $75, $100, depending on the area you're in. But it's what they'll charge is they'll lower the price of the contract knowing there's rot under there and charge $1,000. But that's how it is, is people always look for that price and they don't know how to break down estimates. Thousands of times we've been doing this, people that contractors, when they're doing a certain job, they can do that by law. That's why I tell people, listen, when it comes to that area, if you have two jobs from a contractor bidding out $20,000 each, I come in, I'm bidding $10,000 for the siding job. I know there's rot. And then since I sign contracts, I start the job. I have your house all ripped apart. There's rain coming in. We know that's coming in. I need to protect your house. But I say to you, Mr. So-and-so, we have a problem here. There's some rot. This little piece of wood is going to cost you $10,000. I'm presenting it to you because I need to replace it or I just can't do the job. I'm going to have to walk off the job. And I tell people that, even like the lawyer I'm working on now, by law, can I do that in the state of Pennsylvania? He goes, yes, you can. But for a lot of homeowners thinking, no, you can't. Well, no, no, we can. As a contractor, I can do that. That's the way the law is written up because I present it to you that ahead of time, before I did the work, you got to sign off on it. Is it unscrupulous? Absolutely. But this is what goes on in this industry. Oh, I'm sure. A lot of what we talk about goes on in a lot of industries today. Yeah. It's a totally different time today. That it is. So we're just trying to get uh, it out there, but we wanted to do a show that's a a positive show. And a good contractor makes a difference. Very good idea. So that's what we wanted to to talk about. And uh, like I said, if you have any great stories, we'd love to get you on for a replay. Kevin at yourvaluablehome.net. We'll make it happen for you. What are the latest scams and shakedowns? Let's find out with Ron and Kevin. It's the Bad Guy Bulletin. Okay, Kev, it is the third week of the month, and it's our week for the Bad Guy Bulletin. There's never a shortage of things to talk never. about here. And we've got Mark Ferber, Bucks County DA's office, who called in. And we have on the phone Mike Bannon, head of Bucks County Consumer Protection Weights and Measures, on the phone, too. Mark tips us off to there is a contractor scam going on right now, whereby someone calls in and orders merchandise under another company's account number. Then they come in and pick up the merchandise, hoping that the supply house doesn't check with the ordering company company to see if the order is legit and i'm sure it happens and then they get away with thousands of dollars in supplies have you heard about this yep a couple of supply houses i called me months ago about this was saying what they were doing is delivering but they were given a credit card ahead of time and then by the time the credit card went through the supplies were already delivered and then the people show up in vans take all the material and then they're out of there so you'd figure the supply companies would get wind of this and check they had to come in with cash. If you, they didn't know you, they wanted cash. Because uh, credit cards blame. were just not working. And they were losing hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm doing sure they were. Right. That's what Mark says here. I'm glad a lot of people took a dive on this. So that's one. Mike, and I think you've got some illegit activity to report, right? First, I go back and say thanks for having me, guys. It's good to be on the show again. Happy New Year. I mean, yes, we always see a number of scams, as you guys know, related to contractor fraud. Unfortunately, we know there's a lot of good contractors out there, but unfortunately, some bad operators take advantage of the situation. Charging on somebody else's account 
whether it's a homeowner or another business or a subcontractor, historically has been a problem for years that has existed in this business. And it's a shame that it happens that way. But supply houses need to pay attention to who they're giving credit to and charging for. So I think that's kind of what Mark is dealing with right now. Bad guys are keeping them busy. (laughs) Yes, they are indeed. So they are indeed. And, you know, one of the things that we had discussed earlier was about contractors and civics on their home improvement contractor license about different things, but in particular, how long they've been in business. And that's been an issue. It's how long they've been in business and how much experience a contractor has is two different things. And I'm afraid that they blur that line a lot. What you want to look for in Pennsylvania anyway is how long that contractor has had a license or registration with the attorney general's office to understand how long they've been in business. We recommend that everybody, before you hire anybody, you go to attorneygeneral.gov and on their main page, they have a contractor lookup link and you go in there and you put in the contractor's name or their phone number or their address and you should be able to link to a registered and insured contractor on that website. That's like the first thing we tell everybody to do to avoid scams because then we know we can get to the business if we have to. They've showed proof of insurance to the Commonwealth, so it's a good place to start. I live in a a development of about 300 houses. It's an active adult community. The word gets out in the development very quickly about a lot of different things. Do the illegit guys, do they avoid developments like mine? Because you could do one job there and the word spreads like wildfire. Are they going after onesies and twosies in neighborhoods where they're not going to be recognized by other people? Sure. I guess that's given a lot of credit to the scam artists. I think that they just try to pick people that are vulnerable, but certainly they look for quick escape routes. But I think it depends on the scam artist. If they were smart, they would hit once and move on. But I don't know that that necessarily happens. I think they're just trying to take advantage of any opportunity they have. I think they take advantage of seniors a lot. Okay, But it's seniors living alone in you know, a house that's that's not in a in a development per se. Because in our development, if somebody heard about it, if somebody got scammed. Word spreads quick. Oh, it, yes. in, in hours, in a matter of hours. Right. Yeah, with our, what I look at, so for our listeners in Pennsylvania, what I would tell is two things. Number one, my, the, the website that we talked about, I'm on that all the time. It's very sensitive to cap letters. If you don't have the PA license number, it won't register. It's very difficult. It's not a very good website. They need to update that a little bit to make it easier so people can check it. On advertising, like if I did some social media, advertising. I have to put my license number on there. Nobody does that in the state of Pennsylvania. I haven't seen probably about 99% do not put it on there. So if you go see these social media sites, there's no HICPA license. What they're looking at is if you see a a HICPA license number in the 150,000 and more, which would be a PA number 0150212, say that number, the 150,000, it's a brand new company. Here's what you need to do also. Check the resolution form on that page when I file for my HICPA license. I file it, I pay my money, but then there's another page that says, are you being sued? Are you filing for bankruptcy? Are you in any criminal investigations? Were you another company at any point? See, people are changed names and then open up the new company and say, yeah, I've been in business a while, but they're changed names and you can always check, verify that. So you need to go a little bit further with just checking the license. You need to make those extra steps. The state doesn't require workman's comp. Go figure that one out. They just require a liability policy. 
I can tell you guys are exactly right on the website being difficult to navigate. It is difficult to navigate. And there are a lot of questions. And unfortunately, there's holes in the system. I've been around long enough that I remember before the HICPA law was in place. I also know know what it's like now. It has helped, but it is not the do-all, end-all. There was a battle between the lobbyists on insurance issues. You were asked about workers' compensation. There was a battle. And I think if there was a worker compensation clause in the law when it passed probably 20 years ago now, it wouldn't have been on the books. It wouldn't have passed through the legislator, unfortunately. So I do. I think the law needs to be tweaked right now in Pennsylvania big time for the reasons you said, and the website needs to be upgraded to be more user friendly. However, you can always call us at Bucks County Consumer Protection, and we will navigate it for residents or listeners out there can call our office. We'll look it up. We'll do the background check. I get this letter in the mail that my mortgage holder has experienced a massive data breach, a million six people. And when you get involved in one of these things, it is an absolute nightmare. You got to run through hoops. You got to make sure everything is protected. You know, to anybody who's listening out there, if you ever get one of these letters from your mortgage holder, from your bank, from whoever, it's days to make this right. Everybody involved in this has got a $1 million insurance policy if your data gets breached and your identity gets stolen. So Mike helped me verify the authenticity of the letter I got because I was worried about that too. Is this a scam? He wrote back to me, says, unfortunately, it's not. That's when everything started. If the bad guys can do this, why can't the good guys protect against it? I mean, why does it happen? Great question. I think technology is forever changing and it's, things are getting better. So, but However, there, there's always faults in the system and scam artists go out and take advantage of that. If I could share with you, as I think I did before, I was unfortunately part of the Equifax data breach, which was the biggest in the United States history. Three quarters of the United States had their information stolen, including me. I've been able to go on the dark web with friends with other law enforcement, and I see my social security, my birthday is out there. I put a credit freeze on my social security number, which makes it so nobody can open up new credit under my name. It doesn't affect my existing credit card or my mortgage or any of that stuff, but I can't open up a new credit card without notifying them first. I have done that, and I think it's terrific. I recommend the listeners out there that are not going to be opening up new credit cards, maybe not buying cards, maybe younger folks that are doing that makes a difference. But a credit freeze can be a good thing to do. The scam artists are always evolving and and they're always targeting us. The data breaches are a great way for many times organizations that are outside the United States to get in and steal information because that information is valuable. I don't worry about it anymore like I used to. I put the freeze in my account. I don't worry about it so much, unfortunately. You know, a lot of this stuff is offshore too. I think they know who who this, um, they call it a gang, is. They don't sell the information. They hold it for ransom. And the same gang just collected 800000 in one shot and 500000 in another because they get paid off. But, you know, in reality, if insurance companies are paying them off, we're paying for it. Right. You are right. It's driving up the price of everything. So, yes, you're right. It's a very expensive problem for us. I think that technology, to a certain point, served us extremely well. But I think it's gotten to the point where it makes it easier for the bad guys to do what they do and harder for the American consumer to just exist every day. 
It does. And you're right. That is a good point. I will say, I think technology in the past couple of years, meaning online banking and some other stuff, has gotten a little bit better. And Americans also, a lot of us now have our scam detector antennas up that when anything happens, so it's much harder for the scam artists than it was five years ago. Uh, That's why they're going back to old school tricks that they used to do, like stealing U.S. mail. So you're right. With technology comes something that are good and bad. It's about us trying to stay ahead of it as best we can. Well, my neighbor, who's a lawyer, they told him we're dealing with Mike on the show tomorrow. And he said, well, here's a scam. They actually went to the mailbox at the post office, the one that's outside the big blue one. And somebody has a tool that can get inside or a vacuum to suck them out. And they whitewashed one of his checks. Took a lot of money out, but he was smart enough to get it. Yeah, they whitewashed the check and then write over it, right? Ay, 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 ay. So here's a a tip for everybody out there. Use a gel pen when you're writing with checks, not a ballpoint pen, because it's much harder for the scam artist to wash it off. Gel pen absorbs into the paper as opposed to writing on top of it. So there's something you can do to protect yourself in that situation and also bring the letters into the post office if possible. Freezing my credit and then, uh, because Mike, you know, I just had recently Wawa. I love dealing with them. I, I get their gas, but they sent a email out said hey just sign this up i'm like ah oh, they got an email and i i got about halfway done and i decided to just pull out now they were calling me but i wasn't sure i was going to send you over the information just to verify it but it had all my social security my ein number i just felt nervous to do it because I, i'd rather not risk oh, it but yeah absolutely so i was going to send you over because wow was such a great company and i love dealing because their gas prices are phenomenal so and i always get a good cup of coffee there while we're at it but i'm afraid to do it i'm afraid to pull the trigger on any of this i don't blame you and i don't either i you need to be cautious and have your consumer antennas up so that's and verify with the source so i wouldn't do it either there are a couple really big cybersecurity firms out there if anybody's listening or you have a friend in a cybersecurity firm and they want to come on and explain how the bad guys can do what they're doing and the good guys can't prevent it from happening in the first place We'll have more. Yeah. Have more on the show. Let's talk about it. Mike. You can, I'll let you know if it happens, and come back and you can ask some questions too. Uh, absolutely. I the more I can learn, the better. I'd be part of that. All right. Terrific. Take care. And Kev, how do people get in touch with us? So you can write us to it, Kevin at yourvaluablehome.net. Just write it in. Whatever kind of scam you have, we'd like to get it back to our listeners to understand that if you're having a problem, we'll get the experts on to show you how to not have it happen to you. Since uh, Mark Ferber couldn't do this, we wanted to give a little shout out to a friend of mine, a very good friend of the family, best friends of mine. Jen Jenny Shorn just received the ownership of DA of Bucks County uh, just the past few days ago. So I want to give her a shout out and say congratulations. Yeah. And listen, stick with us because we have an extremely vital, important feature with uh, Rebecca Edwards from a company called SafeWise. And she's going to be talking about all sorts of ways that you can protect your valuable home and your valuable family. All right. We'll be back after we take a quick break. Hey, Kev, we can never, ever heap enough praise on Provia products like, say, their metal roofing. That's right. Provia metal roof rep replicates the classic look of cedar shake, quarried slate, and clay tile. Manufactured with 26-gauge galvanized steel and designed to withstand damaging hail, torrential rains, intense UV rays, and strong winds, a Pro-VIA metal roof is the last roof you'll ever need. With your roof covering 60% of your home's exterior, you'll appreciate the value of a Provia highly aesthetic metal roof that improves your home's curb appeal, provides 50 plus years of protection, requires little to no maintenance, and generates energy cost savings. And Provia's metal shake, slate, and barrel tile roof systems are made right here in the USA with domestically sourced steel, a portion of which is high quality recycled steel. <laughs> 
Okay, Ryan, it is time for the featured segment. I do believe we have a returning guest. We do. We have a VIP guest here, Rebecca Edwards from a website called SafeWise, and we'll get into that in a second. But first, I want to set this up. In introducing Rebecca, I'll first share a couple of statistics here. According to the cybersecurity provider Checkpoint, Q3 2023 saw an 8% surge in global weekly cyber attacks. Checkpoint claims that organizations globally faced an average of 1,258 attacks per week. According to AAG, another cybersecurity firm, the UK and the US have disproportionately more victims of cybercrime per million internet users compared to other countries. The US had 759% more victims in 2021 than the next highest country, Canada. And then there's the property crime. According to the firm Statista, in 2022, property crime was the most common type of crime committed in the United States with over 6.51 million offenses reported. That's a lot of numbers. That's a lot. That's a lot. There will also be much written and said about the upside and downside of social media. This is a whole big thing that we're going to touch on it today, but it's it's a huge subject, including the rash of cyber kidnappings. That's the crime du jour on Facebook and that kind of thing. All in all, our listeners should definitely check out safewise.com for ways to protect their families and property. And here is Rebecca Edwards to provide an overview of the extremely valuable product reviews and content on safewise.com. Rebecca, welcome back to your valuable home. Hi, Ron. I'm excited to be here and talk about this important stuff and to keep us all safer at home and in our communities. It's incredible what's going on today and every precaution you can take against this, whether you be in your car, in your home or on the internet, I would advise people to do it. So let's get into the top home security products you have. What's the top professionally installed home security system? Our top pick is Vivint Home Security and we like Vivint because they are actually proactive and innovative in the technology that they're using and security. They're not just making a security system that has an alarm and, you know, that can coordinate with your Alexa or whatever, but they're trying to make more proactive security devices that help scare away and warn off intruders to try to prevent the crime from actually being carried through. And you're saying it's spelled V-I-V-I-N-T because it's not a name that I was familiar with. It might be a little more popular in the Western United States. The company started in Utah, but they are nationwide. They work in every and they cover, you know, all 50 states, a little bit in Canada, but mostly U.S. based. Yeah. Okay. And how about the top DIY system? Yeah. System that you install yourself is going to be a little more straightforward and simple. Not all the bells and whistles. Our top pick is Simply Safe. And I bet most of your listeners are probably familiar with that brand. They've done a great job of getting the word out about what they're doing to try to make home security more accessible to everybody. Everybody and more affordable. Well, I got news for you. The last time you were on, I went out and bought a Simply Safe and feel very, very good and very solid about the decision to do that. So I, I'm happy with it. Good. I'm glad. The most popular wireless home security camera. What's that? I haven't heard this one before. So there are so many wireless cameras out there. And so this is not going to be a name that most people are probably familiar with. A Reolink is the company brand. Um, and the top camera that we are recommending right now is called the Argus. PT Ultra. They have a lot of cameras and they all have interesting names like that. But what we like about Reolink is the cameras typically come at a really affordable price point and they don't require a subscription or any extra monthly fees in order for them to work, in order for you to store, you know, video clips and get alerts and use the app. You buy the camera, you install the camera, you get all of that with it. So you don't have to worry about uploading stuff to the cloud if you're concerned about that. They have local storage options on all of their cameras. And the most popular video doorbell. 
The first and foremost and continues to be the top pick today is a Ring video doorbells. They have a whole array of them that are available now at all different kinds of price levels, wired, wireless, all kinds of different storage options. One thing that I am disappointed about in Ring is that in this past year, they have required some level of subscription to really get the most out of their cameras. And so that's kind of a bummer because you're probably going to want to pay a little bit of a monthly fee if you have a Ring camera, just to make sure that you have remote access and that you can store those video clips. And Amazon actually bought Ring. And so I feel like it's an Amazon play. <laughs> there you go. Jeff Bezos. If he, if, it's everything. If there's a way to make money, yeah. he's going to find it, right? <laughs> How about door locks? The number one door lock reinforcement that people are buying on our website is called the Defender Security. It's a door reinforcement lock. So we recommend a lot that people use kind of like door jammers when you're traveling, if you're staying at an Airbnb or in a hotel. This is one to use in your actual home on your exterior doors that makes it more difficult, if not impossible, for someone to kick that door in and break down the door. And so, yes, using technology is very important. And just having secure doors and locks is also like a first line of defense. If they cannot get into the house, it's not going to get burgled. That's interesting. Would it work on a slider too? This one in particular would not work on a sliding glass door. But your best bet on a sliding glass door, and I've done side-by-side comparisons, even have some videos, is going to be like a steel rod or a heavy wooden dowel in that track. I mean, that's going to be your best bet. They're not going to be able to get it open. That's what I have. Okay. (laughs) The old-fashioned way works. (laughs) What's the price point on this one? It's like $25 or less to get this reinforcement lock. And for protecting valuables and important documents. Yeah, we definitely recommend that you have an in-home safe. You want something that's heavy, something that's fireproof. The top safe that we see people most interested in is the Century Safe. They're a very well-known brand in-home safe. It's going to be pretty standard, but it's just an it's affordable price point, and it's going to help keep your important documents. Even if you have keys to other things, you know, all of those important things that you need to protect in a safe, this is going to keep it safe from both robbery and fire and flooding, those natural disaster things that tend to happen more often in our homes, unfortunately. And digging deeper into home safety and security, what's the most popular smoke and CO alarms? Yeah, and I love that you put smoke and CO alarm together because there's really no point anymore in just buying separate things. I mean, you can if you want to, but things have just become... These, they're combined to detect smoke and carbon monoxide. Everybody has their smoke alarms, but people get a little bit lazier with those CO alarms. And that can actually be more deadly because we don't get any warning that that is happening. Our top pick there is the Google Nest. It's called Nest Protect, and it's a combo smoke and CO alarm. And it also detects changes in kind of like climate and humidity in the home. And it can talk to you or give you alert in an app on your phone. It's just a nice, really more modern way, I guess, to keep track of those kinds of things. Even if you're across town in your office or something and something's going on at home with the smoke alarm, you'll get an alert with the Google Nest. Crime in kids is increasing as well. What do you have in terms of products to keep kids safe? It's really interesting because in the past five years, we've seen interest in different kids' safety items just boom and become just as popular almost as searches for home security cameras and home security systems on our website. What we're looking for for kids is typically going to be kids' smart watches and GPS trackers. Those are the top things that parents are looking for as kids uh, start going to school, having more extracurricular activities. And kids these days have super busy schedules. They're doing a million things and parents have busy schedules too. And this is a way for parents and kids to stay in touch, keep track 
of what's going on, check in. If you drop your kid off at soccer practice, but soccer practice got canceled and you didn't get notified and you drive away to take Susie to ballet class, Joe that got dropped off at soccer can just hit the watch and send you a message or give you a call and let you know that you need to come back and pick him up. So the GeoBit is just a GPS tracker. It's very similar to like an AirTag, which is something that's also very popular. The GPS tracker GeoBit is just going to give you updates onto the location of where your kid is. So if they arrived where they were supposed to arrive, if they're there for the right amount of time, and if they left at the time they're supposed to leave. And then if you like lost track of them, if you're at like a community event, farmer's market or something like that, it might be able to help you lock down on their location, know that they're still in the area, relieve some of that panic and help you find them faster. Next is good old standby, Apple AirTag, right? Yep, the Apple AirTag. A lot of people want to use these instead of some of these other trackers because they're a lot cheaper. But if you're an Apple family and you have Apple products and iPhones, an Apple AirTag is great to use. It's You're going to use the Find My app, and it just helps you locate, you know, that it's in the right location, do a lot of the same things. There's no two-way communication, though. And if you lose, if the Apple AirTag, they're much harder to track if you're not using the Apple ecosystem. So that's a limitation there. That's something to think about. Well, I have them. I have them. For, I put one in my backpack. I put one in my suitcase when I go someplace. And I gave one, I've given a couple to my significant other for her pocketbook and that kind of thing, you know? So, because um, she's constantly losing stuff, you know? So I think they're great. Yeah, I love them to track items more than I like them for tracking people or pets. I agree 100%. And products, especially for seniors. Seniors have their own set of problems. As I well know. (laughs) (laughs) Tag you. (laughs) Things that usually are on the mind for older Americans, falls is going to be the top concern. And it's the number one way that older Americans get injured and end up in the hospital. And it can result, you know, in catastrophic consequences. And so items that can help you track falls, call for help if you fall. And things that can just keep you in touch, especially if you live alone with your family and friends, with caregivers, other people like that. We recommend um, Apple Watch actually is our top pick just for the vast array of features that you get in an Apple Watch. And the one that we recommend for seniors if you're shopping is the Apple Watch 6. It's a a cheap price point. It's not $1,000. It has all the things that you need. And I mean, if you read the headlines every week, there is some story in the news about the Apple Watch saved my life, whether it was in a car accident, whether it was from a fall, whether it was getting lost hiking, you know, out in the wilderness. Apple Watch's safety features are really working and are really effective. And I think it was one of the smartest moves they could make as more and more brands jump into the smartwatch realm and are looking at that personal safety aspect. So Apple Watch is our top pick. There's also a watch called Angel Watch, and they make one of our our top kids' watches. They also make a watch that's more specifically designed for older Americans that has that fall detection in it and can link you directly to help if you do fall. And so those are really great. And they're not like that. I've fallen and I can't get a pendant that you have to put around your neck that makes us all feel like we're extra old. (laughs) Older people are getting are more and more active and we're staying active longer. I'm not quite there yet, but I'm inching up on on that. We got a long way to go. (laughs) I just turned 52. So I'm feeling like I need to start paying more attention to these things. I'm just (laughs) feeling old. It could be psychological. I don't know. (laughs) But if you are looking for a medical alert system, mobile health and bay alarm are our top picks there. They have straightforward options. They're very 
very affordable and you don't have to buy your equipment outright. And they have options for in your home and on the go so that you can detect falls and activity and stuff in your home. And also if you're running out to the grocery store, going out to meet the girls for lunch, whatever. Yeah, I would just make a point too. I mean, these are especially for seniors, but a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, like the Defender Security Door Reinforcement Lock, makes sense for seniors too. There's a lot of stuff here that makes sense for seniors. Absolutely. The, the interesting thing about that, if you do have a medical alert system and they can't reach you, if like you're saying you're, they have some kind of signal that there's distress, the fire department or whatever will break down your door to get in there. And so something to keep in mind, if you have a system like that and you're using something like that reinforcement lock, make sure that the emergency, that it's on record with the company so that they know to go in a different door or something. And the cyber crooks, what does SafeWise recommend for helping the cyber crooks keep them at bay? Yes, there's a lot of technology that can help you. First of all, though, I want to say use all of the common sense advice you've been given. Don't reuse passwords. Don't reuse usernames. Don't use the standard network name and information that comes with your wireless router for your house. Like just setting up basic security can go a long way to making it harder for the hackers to get into your situation. But as far as other products that can help you for identity theft protection, ID Shield is our number one pick and it's pretty affordable. It's a, a software that goes ahead and locks down, puts up firewalls, you know, protects all of your information that you're putting onto your computer, onto your phone, out there into the world, and you can have it cover multiple devices. They also offer help and reimbursement if something does happen, if your identity does get stolen or hacked, it's going to help you with the recovery. It's kind of like a little bit of insurance. There's usually some financial coverage that will help you there as well. And the great thing about a company like this is they know who to contact. They know how to get the ball rolling because it is a nightmare. All of the steps you have to go through, all of the things that you have to file and fill out and the people you have to contact, it's not simple and straightforward. And so having a company like this already in relationship with you is going to help make that easier. Also, all of your online browsing and shopping and things like that is much more secure if you use a VPN. It's a virtual private network. And it basically hides your online activity from the bad guys. And a NordVPN is our top pick there. For parental controls and parental protection, kids are online all the time. Obviously, they all went online during lockdown a couple of years ago. And Bark is a software that's specifically designed to track and notice and lock out all the bad stuff that um, kids might be able to access online. And Bark is very thorough and uh, very affordable, and they're very proactive. They've also even built their own um, kids smartphone that is a closed environment that doesn't go out onto the whole World Wide Web. So that's another one that we really recommend for sure. And then there's LifeLock, of course, right? LifeLock, yes. And LifeLock is very popular. A lot of people are interested in that and are contacting us for information. And LifeLock is another one of those like you know, identity theft protection that is going to help you hopefully prevent it from happening. But if it does happen, they're going to help you recover. Just give us an idea here of what the cost of ID Shield would be and NordVPN and how they both work. LifeLock, it starts about $8 a month, and that usually covers a one device. And ID Shield starts at $15 a month, and that includes minor child monitoring. So it will help in their family 
packages. You can get a kind of an all-in-one here. So that's going to help monitor identity protection for everyone in the whole family. And this is something that's becoming a little bit more prevalent is where children's identities are getting stolen, used, credit, bad credit being built, social security numbers compromised before they're even 18 years old. And so it is smart to kind of just have alerts on their social security numbers so that you can see if anything funky is going on. And how does a VPN work? So a VPN is something, it's, it's something that you download and you'll download it onto your device and then you log into it. I always call it, it's kind of like a secret tunnel. It's a secret tunnel from you to the internet. I don't know if we watch like Law & Order or something, they can track everywhere that everybody's been online, follow all the IP addresses, find out which you know mobile cafe the criminal is doing his nefarious deeds from. This basically shields and hides all of that. So in a VPN, wherever you're at, it's like putting an invisibility cloak over what you're doing. And so it doesn't know where you're coming from. It doesn't know what country you're coming from let alone what state and city. So it, it sort of shields your activity. You would think I could, if I was a, you know, a bad actor, I would want to use this VPN too. But really, it's really designed to help protect you while you're online, especially if you go onto public Wi-Fi networks at all. You should always do that through a VPN. And your VPN will be downloaded to your phone or your laptop, your tablet, and you just log onto the internet through that. So it's just like signing in through Chrome or something else, but it's signing in through the VPN itself, which hides and protects your information and what you're doing online. And a VPN service is going to cost between $10 and $15 a month to start, typically. Most of them also offer an annual, like if you pay up front for a year, you're going to get it for $60 to $100. So it's, again, so affordable, especially if you consider what the cost of being hacked or having you know your financial information compromised is. Okay, we get into a very important, from my perspective, how about personal safety at home and away from home? You've got the ones that I read about on your site are Sabre Tactical Pepper Gel, the Viper Tech Stun Gun and Strobe, She's Birdie Personal Safety Alarm, and Stinger. Can you get into those? Yes. The Tactical Pepper Gel, so it's similar to a pepper spray, but it with the gel, there's a couple of benefits to that. It's a little more controllable and a little less risky that you're going to get caught in your own crossfire there. And it's a little more permanent. So it kind of knocks them out of commission for a little bit longer. As for, and rinsing it off, it's a lot harder to do. So that's why the pepper gel has sort of become our top recommendation. This next one intrigued me, the Viper Tech Stun Gun and Strobe. Yeah. The thing we like about this is that it's disorienting on a couple levels because it has the strobe light. And so you can get that into the eyes of your attacker and then they're off balance and you have the opportunity to stun them and run away or simply to run away. But if you stun them, they're going to be debilitated. So it's going to be you know, harder for them to chase after. But your goal here is not to, when you're using a, a product like a stun gun or a taser or a pepper spray, your goal is not to defeat the enemy, you know, vanquish them. Your goal is to get away safely. So you want to stop them from you know, encroaching on you, uh, overtaking you, and you want to be able to get away and have time to get to safety, scream for help, alert others, and just basically foil the plan. Um, getting out safe is your number one goal every time. And the She's Birdie personal safety alarm, too, and the Stinger. Yeah, She's Birdie's cool. It's like a panic alarm, and it, you can you just pull on it. It can attach like to your wrist. It can attach to your purse. I carry it in your pocket, a backpack. 
And it's a very loud 125 to 150 decibel siren, I believe, that goes off. And so not only does that, you know, hurt, <laughs> hopefully, the ears of your attacker, but it, it lets people know that something is going on. And it's another thing that buys you some seconds to get away to safety. The last one, the stinger, that is such a, it's a multi-purpose tool. So it's a personal alarm and a glass break tool. And it also has the ability to cut yourself free. So like if you were in a car and you needed to get out and the seat belt was jammed, the door was jammed, you couldn't roll down the windows, you can break the window, you can cut yourself free from the seat belt and hopefully get out of the car to safety. Do any of these have any restrictions? For example, does the Viper Tech require permit or training? Um, stun guns for concealed carry often will require a permit. It gets a little bit tricky with pepper spray and with tasers and stun guns. They are not allowed in every single state. And even if they are allowed in a state, they might not be allowed in a local municipality. So I was doing a story on pepper spray a while back and testing them out. My daughter moved to New York City. She learned she is not legally allowed to use pepper spray in New York City unless it's only in her home. And sometimes those are the same types of rules that apply to tasers and stun guns. Yeah, so concealed carry is typically the only place that you're going to need to have a permit. Otherwise, they're usually the restrictions are going to be for in-home protection, in-home defense. You're always going to be safe in that way. Out in public with them, you could potentially be in some liability issues. And I guess that's a call that you have to make, you know, weigh the pros and cons there. (laughs) Check with your local authorities. Rhode Island is the only state that I know for sure that I think no tasers or stun guns are approved for use. But in every other state, there is some allowance. And most of them, they're legal, like without restrictions. Here's one that caught my attention, too, for women dating and any old person coming home late at night. You are safe. What is? How does that work? Yeah, so this is a personal safety app. And these are so cool. And almost every personal safety app that's out there, you can download and start using for free. And what this is, it's again, it's kind of like a panic button. It's on your cell phone. And you just hit the button and it instantly links either to emergency contacts that you have set up or to a dispatch center that is just like your home security system or your medical alert that will call for emergency responders to help you out. And it uses GPS to know what your location is. And you are safe when you hit that button and get it started. It instantly starts recording and broadcasting everything that's currently happening. So that's going to go straight to the dispatch center, 911, or your emergency contacts. So they're going to be able to record and see what's going on in real time uh, to get you the help that you need. So if somebody abducts you or a young kid or whatever, will GPS track too? Yes, it will, unless they take away your phone or smash it. I poured through a lot of the articles on your site too. This is not a site just with product reviews and that kind of thing. Take us through some of the articles on your site. Yeah, our whole goal is for people to be proactive, to be safe at home and in their communities. And so we cover a variety of things. Right now, our latest news stories include the top home repairs for each region of the country and the steps you should take to make sure those don't impact you, what's trending for safety technology in 2024. We took a deep dive at smash and grabs in San Francisco's car burglaries. They were having a huge rash of it and the city enacted some really proactive programs and slashed that in just two months time. 
we took a look at that respiratory illness that's been affecting dogs and how can you protect your dog and how big of a danger is it really? So we, we look at everything at whole home and family safety, including your little four-legged friends. This has been wonderful. And Rebecca Edwards here with a lot of really good information about how to protect your valuable home and your valuable family. family. Right? Yep. Absolutely. And people want to go to safewise.com. Pretty simple, right? Absolutely. Okay, Rebecca. Thank you so much. Remember the name Provia, your single source for professional class, entry doors, storm doors, patio doors, vinyl and wood-clad vinyl windows, vinyl siding, manufactured stone and metal roofing, products made with latest technology and honest old-world craftsmanship, the Provia way. That's this week's podcast. If you want us to share your home improvement project or horror story, email me at kevin at yourvaluablehome.net. That's kevin at yourvaluablehome.net. And don't forget to tell your friends and family about Your Valuable Home, the weekly podcast that's all about building wealth in residential real estate and hiring the right contractor to do the right job at the right price. 